The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. Hey friends, and welcome to yet another program, Afternoons with Mike. Today, I've got a special guest. I've got a couple sitting in Studio A. And my joke today that I'm going to be bringing is the fact that I'm bringing a little bit of heaven to our listeners. And I'm not kidding. I've never been able to say it and mean it more factually than what I am today because I have heaven with me. In fact, I have heavens with me. It is in the form of Briston and LaTondra heaven. And they are both here. Welcome to both of you. Thank you, Mike. It's so great to have you. Now, in case uh, our listeners have not made the connection, the heavens are the new leaders, actually co-presidents, I understand, of the Christian chamber in Orlando. And this is a recent uh, maneuver. In fact, you told me a moment ago that your being on my radio program is one of your first uh, roles as the, the new leaders of the chamber, right? Yeah, today is day one, and we're kicking it off with you. Oh, my word. That's right. Today's June 1st, and that is the official start date. And I know this has been winding up for, at least to our knowledge, oh, more than a month now, but uh, I'm sure for you a little longer than that. But uh, we're so excited to have you here. Briston, I understand you're originally from uh, the island of Jamaica, right? Correct. Yemen. Yemen. <laughs> Funny story. I, I've told this on the air before, but for you, it's worth repeating. I was doing missions work in the Bahamas and I was working alongside, uh, almost killing myself, I might add, up on a very rickety scaffolding, putting up a new roof. And by, and by new roof, I mean adding handmade rafters and I'm the connector in the middle, holding up two rafters. Wow. And I'm scared to death, and I'm working with a couple of delightful believers, both from Jamaica, and they asked me a question, and I answered, yeah, man. <laughs> and I thought they were going to die laughing. <laughs> no, he said, yeah, man. <laughs> it was awesome. It was so much fun. I didn't even think about it. I thought, well, this might be fun, but I thought, no, nah, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy from the Midwest is not going to be able to pull that one off. And I don't sound with this delightful uh, accent that you have. Uh, and and uh, Latandra, you're, I understand, from Alabama, right? Yes, from Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. I yes. love it. Went through there as a young man for the first time. On my way to Florida from Indiana, believe it or not, on a vacation back before the interstates were all connected. And we took Highway 41 South all the way to Florida and right through Birmingham. Mm. And that same highway goes through my hometown in Indiana. Wow. Yeah, so is a long way and behind a lot of buses <laughs> with open windows, I might add. That's in that, the year was 1962. So that oh. I was nine years old. Oh, wow. My goodness, yeah. And I remember that well because uh, I was the only person in the back seat suffocating in the fumes from the buses in front of us. <laughs> And that was it, but it was quite a fun trip. Well, welcome to both of you. Tell us a little bit about, let's start with you, Briston. Tell us about your your background growing up in Jamaica. What was that like? You know, it's a delight growing up in Jamaica in the sense that I had my great-grandfather 
who took a real liking to me. Um, to this day, I think I was his best, or, or his favorite, favorite. I yeah. should say. Yeah. Not best, but favorite grandson. Oh, don't let anybody else hear that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the truth is, all of us felt that way mm-hmm. because he was able to focus on you mm. when you were present. He didn't say much. He was the first one that I actually beheld Christ, the glory of Christ. Isn't that something? The impact of a grandfather the, like The impact that. of a great grandfather. Yeah. And uh, as I grew into a young man, I would hear stories. I, re- I remember, I still remember a man came and said to me, that man, he was pointing at my great-grandfather, is the real deal. Mm-hmm. He was one of the oldest men in the community. As a boy growing up, I could actually see his friends were no longer coming by the house, or he was no longer going by their house. Papa, what happened? Oh, such and such passed away, son. Yeah. And so his impact on my life, he shared the gospel of Jesus Christ with me at the wow. age of six. Wow. And then at the age of about 18, he was visiting with my mother and my stepfather, and he didn't say much. He prayed much. He fasted and prayed, but he didn't say much. So when he said, son, I want to speak with you, he got yeah, my attention. That's right. All ears. Yes. I said, yes, Papa. He said, I want to talk to you about the second most important decision in life. I said, okay, apart from Jesus Christ, what is it? He said, your mate, the person you choose to marry is yeah. very important, my son. So let me tell you about that. And Mike, I tell you, I remember it was after I met Latandra that he passed away. And mm-hmm. it, was, it, was, it was so comforting to having met Latandra and starting to go in the direction of us having a true, genuine interest in each other because that helped me my goodness. to overcome the grief that I was going through and losing my papa. How lo- old was he when he passed away? He was 93. Wow. That's the same age as my mom. Oh, wow. When she passed last year. So isn't it wonderful? Uh, I, I, you can imagine that was your great grandfather passing away at 93 uh, to have had my mom mm. uh, all those years. I, yes. I got to have her for 69 years of life. And uh, that was great. But the, the, I think a lot of people have lost in this day and age because of the fact that we don't have the multi-generational families living under one roof as often in America as what they did, let's say, in the early 1900s or even farther back in the 1800s, that was not uncommon at all for young people to have that kind of relationship, Mm -hmm. not only with their grandparents, but with their Mm great-grandparents if they were still alive. And for you to have had your great-grandfather, I never knew my Mm great-grandfather. Now, he was gone long before I came around. So that's a real gift to you in more than one way. It truly is. And uh, it, when, I, when my wife came along, you can imagine the words that he spoke to me provided the lenses through which I was assessing yeah. the tundra. Well, now we got to hear a few of <laughs> what tidbits did he offer you about uh, finding the right mate? Yes, yes. Okay. So, so... If I share about my great grandfather, I also have to share about my great grandmother because she was there as well. Okay. So I was a little wow. I was a little boy. My great grandfather spoke to me about a mate when I was about eighteen. Mm-hmm. But I think I was maybe about seven or eight that my great grandmother pulled me aside and she said, Listen to me now. I don't want any ugly picnic. I said, Uh he 
she was saying, I want a be- you to marry a beautiful woman. Yes. Said, and because she was such a forceful woman, I said, I said yeah, yes, Grandma. Yes, yes ma'am. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so when my great-grandfather spoke to me as a young adult, he said, he went from a different perspective. Someone who loves the Lord. Yeah. Someone who knows his love and, and exudes with his love. Someone who is of a beautiful and gentle and quiet spirit within. Mm-hmm. And so I put two and two together and I said, oh, beautiful on the outside. I want to honor my great-grandmother and beautiful on the inside. And so when Latandra came along, I started to get to know her. I said, my Lord. She fits the bill. <laughs> She's got it going on the outside and on the inside. That's it. Yes. Both grandmother and great-grandmother and yes. great-grandfather are going to be pleased. That's it. That's wonderful. You know, again, it, it's so important that we catch that that love and appreciation for the impact that uh, grandparents. I know we don't have in this culture, we don't have as many people because so many people are waiting later to have children. Mm -hmm. Uh, The opportunity to know grandparents or great grandparents Uh really, really is minimal compared to what it was at one point. So where you have them, when you have them and your, your grandparents are in your life, or if as in Briston, you have your great-grandparents. Take advantage of that. Listen to what they say. Ask them. Don't just wait for them to come. I'm glad that he approached you. But boy, if they don't approach, it's important to approach them. And in this day and age, I, I believe that it would be so good for people to record their voice and hear from them. I did that, even though we didn't have cell phones, but I had a little three-inch reel-to-reel machine oh wow small little reels and then later i had cassettes and i went to my grandfather and i got his voice on tape uh, i don't have any, i don't believe i've got meh i've got my grandmother just a little bit oh wow uh on my mom's side don't have either of my grandparents on my dad's side though but i did get them and it is marvelous all these years later to be able to hear their voice and we sat down and had them tell us stories, and it, it was pretty cool. And we did that with my parents, too. So yeah, my a blessing. Yeah, it is. So I think that's really, really important, and you did a great, uh, you got a great gift in that. How about you, LaTondra? Well, Bristol and I are pretty similar in the fact that our grandparents are the ones who raised us. So um, my grandparents adopted me when I was six years old. My mom was a single teen parent. And Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, she was in the house with my grandparents and me. We all, you know, lived together. But in a sense, they were my parents because at the time, my father was not in the picture. But I just, my grandfather, we I call him Papa as well. That's what we call my grandfather. Yeah. And everyone referred to me as his shadow. Because everywhere Papa went, Tondra was there as well. Even when it came to slopping hogs and going to the slaughterhouses and milking cows. Ah, so there was some farming and, in your family. Yeah, both of my grandparents were farmers. So yeah. I, I got that experience. I'm still a city girl, but I have a little <laughs> bit of a country flair. Um, my grandfather was also a Baptist pastor. So he was my earliest influence as it related to um, Christianity. Yeah. 
And I was baptized when I was four years old. And of course, you know, when you grow up and you become a teenager, you begin to think you know it all and you don't necessarily stick to the path that you know you're supposed to be yeah. on. So I sad, but true. Yeah, it's very common. And, but I thank God for his mercy um, and his patience and just waiting on me for when I returned in my early twenties. So, um, yeah, they, I can say they never really talked a whole lot to me about a mate. However, um, the seed that was planted, you know, even though I may not have been living it out in my early years, that seed actually began to produce some fruit. Once I came back to the Lord, it was always there and getting in the word of God and really beginning to understand what does a godly man look like, mm. you know, and, and I was able to really see a lot of resemblance with my grandfather, because he was my earliest mm. example, and Briston in many cases. And it's, it's funny to this day, I have these two pictures. Well, actually, I, <laughs> I made this one picture of my grandfather and Briston side by side, and they're both doing the same pose decades apart was it accidental or no no no. well i mean my grandfather took the picture when i was a teenager yeah and then briston took this picture like two years ago and one day i was thumbing through my pictures and i'm like wow they have the exact same pose yeah and um so yeah i i was a grandfather's girl love my grandmother dearly my grandmother was the feisty one um but she had a lot of practical wisdom Mm that she could impart Mm -hmm. Um, and she didn't mince her words, Mm -hmm. but I think that's, that really helped me. Yeah. Direct speaking like that again, being uh, trained from uh, you, both of you are multi-generational now with uh, the the impacts of grandfather and great grandfather on your lives. Uh, That really has made a big difference in your life to have that. And do you still have that? How long ago did they pass? Um, my grandfather passed away in 2009, my grandmother in 2015. Okay. But, you know, their impact is still present today. Mm. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, I look at how, you know, I had my grandmother at home all the time. So even when I came home from school, there was that stability in the home. And that was one of the things that led us to homeschool, mm-hmm. just knowing the impact of having the mother in the home, um, available for the children to actually rear the children the way that God wants to rear them. So, so you guys actually homeschool your own kids. Correct. We do. I love Um, that. Just completed our 11th year. We have one daughter who's a senior now and another one who's in the seventh grade. Oh, that's incredible. Congratulations. Yeah. You've been doing this a long time then. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. Uh, my wife and I began homeschooling back in 1985. Hmm. And in that day and age, uh, there were a lot of areas in the country where it was still considered not legal and truancy was there. And it's so ironic to look at it now. And with COVID, when that came around, almost everybody became to some degree a homeschooler. And it is such a ironic thing to see what was once frowned upon is now so successful Mm -hmm. and people are doing it out of just a good decision, Mm -hmm. not because they have to, but because they want to and because it's so excellent. So that's really great. But you had that kind of 
upbringing where you had input, heavy input from your uh, grandparents. And were you always as organized as a child as you are now? Yes. Yeah, because it's clear <laughs> you've been doing this a long time. Yeah, I, of course, you know, as a kid, there are those moments of chaos. I think as adults, there are moments of chaos as well. But I've always been focused. And I've always been one who knows what needs to be done. And I focus on getting that done before I do anything else. And my grandmother would always make fun of me because um, whenever we would come home from school, I would go straight to my room and do my homework before I did anything else. And no one ever had to tell me to do it. But um, that's just the way that I'm wired. Yeah. That's uh, how you're made and how God made you. And you're done such a great job working for the chamber. That's how I got to see you in action is all of the the fact that uh, I was getting such regular help from LaTondra in the simple things like registering for the uh, dinners. She's amazing at that. And now this couple who are sitting in the studio with me today are leading this uh, chamber, which is so well attended in this day. You know, we wondered what was going to happen to the chamber during COVID and beyond, because that changed a lot of what was going on back in the day. But these guys are now leading the Christian chamber for Orlando. And uh, we're going to be talking more about that in a moment. Don't go away. This is Afternoons with Mike. And I have heaven with me today. Briston and Latandra Heaven are my guests. We'll be right back. Pastors and financial leaders, do you need expert accounting or tax help? Do you have payroll or 1099 questions? Do you need a ministry expert to help you acquire real estate for your next project? If the answer is yes, yes, and yes, visit PetraWorldwide.org. Petra Worldwide has been strengthening ministries to transform humanity since 2007. Visit PetraWorldwide.org or call 855-481-9095. Palm Beach Atlantic University, Orlando offers three distinct areas of study. An evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millennia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844-PBA-ORLANDO. That's 844-PBA-ORLANDO. We are back with Heaven in the studio. LaTondra and Briston Heaven are here, and they are here today to celebrate a new, well, actually, as we are recording this program, this is day one of their tenure as co-presidents of the Central Florida Christian Chamber. And this is a big change, uh, a little bit of history about the leadership of the chamber. They replaced Crystal Parker, who's been on this program. I don't even know how many times. Uh, She's been uh, such a friend the last three years. She took over in the most difficult of seasons uh, in 2020, right in the middle of COVID. In fact, it was, I believe, to the day, June 1, I believe, that she became the president. So, uh, and she took over from our dear friend, Mark Goldstein, who again is, uh, he has a show here on The Shepherd. He's one of my buddies. I was texting with him when I walked into the studio this morning, actually speaking with him when I walked into the studio this morning. So this is really cool to 
uh, have you guys here, and this is your first uh, official assignment as the co-presidents. Now, the Christian Chamber is unique uh, mm-hmm. to a lot of cities. I would guarantee that a lot of American cities, if you said a Christian Chamber, what in the world is that? I mean, don't we have the the Chamber of Commerce? Is is that the same thing? And why don't you guys, from your perspective, give the difference in this kind of chamber versus the traditional Chamber of Commerce? Who wants to go? I think, LaTondra, you're being pointed at as the one to answer. I'm being delegated to answer the question. (laughs) (laughs) I would say that the difference is that for the Christian chamber, it's building kingdom first and then building business. Um, As you know, um, Mike, the mission of the Christian chamber is to build kingdom, build business, and build community. Yeah. And so as we are doing business, We want to make sure that we're doing business in partnership with God first and foremost, so that we are able to influence earth on behalf of heaven. Mm -hmm. Um, And I believe that's the difference. It's a different agenda. Now, you didn't come into this chamber. That's a great answer, by the way. You didn't come into this chamber as leadership. You came into it as members. So, uh, Briston, how did you come in? When did you come in? Great question. I mentioned in a previous time with the chamber at our last luncheon Mm -hmm. back in May that I was at a low point. And when I came to the chamber, what I saw was a place where I could share authentically and experience Christ from his body in the marketplace. Now, that's not you that's not common no to experience Christ in the marketplace. In fact, a lot of people are hearing that and they wouldn't still have a clue what you're talking correct, about. Correct, correct. And so because the body is so important and the body reflects the light and the the life of Christ, it, you're able to walk away having experienced, having tasted and see that the Lord is good, and not to do it in such a way that it's only personal. We can have practical application as it relates to, Lord, where do you want me to take my next step? Lord, are you here? Lord, how do you want me to do this? Those important next step is so important in the marketplace. You know, when I think about that marketplace that you're talking about and the role or the goal of uh, representing Jesus in that marketplace, I often, when I think of the chamber, I think of the verses in the Bible. For example, the three-strand cord. Mm -hmm. I know that that's often used, and rightly so, in marriage. But in business, that works as well because of the fact that you've got friends Mm -hmm. who are kind of working together along with God to make this thing tighter and better and stronger and that works for as a metaphor for that but so does this uh this idea that uh, the old uh, adage about a three-legged stool mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm three-legged or three-legged however you say it but you we need to lean in a balanced way on all three of these things but the the, the one leg of the kingdom of god to so many people in the marketplace is not there. And and when you add that 
there. I think of the another verse in the Bible is that how blessed it is when we have a brother, because if you stumble along the way, you've got someone to help you up. And that's what the chamber provides. When I walk in there on these meetings, there is a sense of bustling, almost like a family uh, reunion. It's mm-hmm. busy. It's exciting. People are coming up, seeing other people, instantly giving hugs and shaking hands and introducing new friends to people. It's like a family reunion, right? It is, for sure. Yeah. I, I love that aspect of it. So you guys came in as members. Now, Latandra, you started, though, in an official capacity with Crystals. Tell us that story. Yeah. Well, I would like to say, first of all, that, you know, it's important for us to not neglect and overlook what God is doing in the moment, mm. because we have no idea what that is going to produce even years down the road. Um. Briston actually was the first person out of our, you know, our union to understand anything about the Christian chamber. You know, he mentioned about the low point in his life that was in 2018 and he attended some of the meetings, but he didn't officially join. Correct. And at that time I wasn't thinking about that. My focus was, okay, let me just try to make sure that, you know, I'm not setting my children up for failure and that I'm teaching them the things that they're supposed to to know. So in 2020, um, when Crystal was announced as the new president, I just felt this prompting in my spirit to reach out to her and to get to know more about the Christian chamber because I had heard about it through Briston, but I didn't have any type of um, interaction. Mm-hmm. Now, what were you doing in, in addition to homeschooling? Were yes. you doing anything as job wise? Y- yes. Well, we also have a business. Okay. Um, so we're leadership strategists where we help kingdom driven leaders in the marketplace understand how to bring that influence where they ah. are um, and doing it in a way that is unique to them and one that is not overbearing. That sounds like a perfect primer for what you're doing right now. Yeah. And I mean, and the preparation for that started 20 years ago, which is yeah. why you can't overlook what God is doing today because right. you just don't know. Yeah. Um, and so I met with Crystal and out of that meeting, that was when I realized I needed to become a member, but I only came on. I wanted to just serve that. That was my heart because I'm the type of person where if I am going to be a part of something, If I'm going to be engaged, I need to be active. Mm. So I came in to serve Crystal, to do whatever she needed for me to do. And I helped her launch the Christian business women's group within the chamber. And then later on, um, she needed help from an admin standpoint. And so with me trying to balance homeschooling, our business, the both of us are also in ministry. When, when I realized that the Lord was, leading me to reach out to her about this admin um, opportunity. I'm like, Lord, I don't have time for this. I have too much going on, but don't ever tell God what you can't do. Right. <laughs> and that doesn't work too yeah, well. right? He, he, he's eternal. So he, he makes, he helps you to understand where that time is. Yeah, and so, right. um, yeah, I ended up working side by side with crystal and it's, we started in August of last year as the VP of administration And that's basically just helping her make sure things are in order, make sure things from an operational standpoint, because she is such a visionary Mm. and she was doing so many great things. 
I was there to make sure that she was supported as best as I could. And you did that with such wonderful grace. It was Thank you. wonderfully done. Thank you. So good. And I know you're a banker. Now I heard you say both of you are in ministry. So I'm, I'm assuming is that bivocationally involved in uh, ministry then? Correct. So, so we've been pastoring for more than four years, uh, currently in Eustace at the Habitat for Humanity. Um, we, you know, we meet for first and third, and then we have the second and fourth where we actually meet the men, the women, the fifth Sundays we go out as a family. So we've been focusing on encouraging, equipping, and empowering followers of Christ mm-hmm. towards intentional kingdom discipleship. Wow. So that's that's really our heart. We love giving to the body of Christ. So that is it as it relates to the ministry. Banking is something that God placed inside of me. I remember when I was in seminary, I went into a bank in Jamaica and I stood in line. And because I like to read, if I have to wait, I take a book with me. And I knew that going in, I was going to have to wait. So I went prepared. I'm reading, just waiting in line. And I looked up and I thought to myself, I wonder what it's like to work for a bank. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that same thing too. Yeah. And so um, the opportunity came when I was working with... uh, it's a Christian bookstore. Lifeway. Lifeway Christian mm-hmm. bookstore. Opportunity came for me to be a teller. And so I worked just about every role in the branch. And then I go went in the back office, understood the importance of operation, retail operation, helped different branches, helped different teams, helped different leaders. And then I went back into the branch having learned the front office and then learned the back office. When I went back to the front office, I excelled. The Lord gave me favor yeah. and I just kept growing and growing and yeah. growing. And so the, the time came when it was like, Lord, where are we going? What is it that you want us to do? And we realized that business is so important. Ministry in one hand and business in another. So I said, you know what? I have been the business banker for the for the branch, for these five different branches throughout my career. It's time for me to take a plunge and focus specifically on business owners. And so for the last four years and eight months, every day, business owners call asking me for consultancy, asking me for guidance, asking me for solutions. And I got to understand the importance of the impact small business has on the community. Mm-hmm. Well, well, guess what? I already have ministry in one hand, and now I was cementing my skills in business. So it was like, okay, Lord, you are the best business owner there is. <laughs> well said. Yeah. And so I remember that, wait a minute, you did run a carpenter shop, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and so I started to really look to the Lord for the strategies and for the insights. And and we were doing that with our business, helping leaders to go from point A to point B, find a clear strategic pathway to their goals. And so when the opportunity came for the chamber, I wasn't thinking about the chamber, Mark, um, um, Mike, initially. Mm-hmm. It was just me just praying and just enjoying the Lord. And he put it on my heart, the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce, the leadership. 
I, I, and I missed it the first time when he he had to he had to study to me more than once because mm-hmm. I was like I was like president, and when I said it to him, I could sense his joy, and so uh, I realized that all along he was just preparing us to serve his body and helping his body mm-hmm. to do business in partnership with him. Wow! Now you guys are doing something that hasn't been done in the recent history, and that is a co-leadership role. Uh, how did that idea come about? And when you floated this idea to whomever, what was the response? Yeah, well, Crystal approached us about it, and she said that the Lord had been speaking to her in prayer about what her next step is, and He w- and that the Lord was highlighting the both of us to step into the role. And it's not unusual for us because when we got married, one of the things that we knew beyond a shadow of a doubt was that the Lord was calling us as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't being married for the sake of being married. It was for a specific purpose. It was, you know, we refer to ourselves as like a modern day Aquila and Priscilla. So everything that we do, apart from when he was in um, banking, we've done it together side by side. We've always co-led in ministry we co-lead in business, we co-lead. And now in the presidency, we co-lead. Um, that's just part of our, the DNA of our marriage is a co-whatever. Yeah. That's great. Both of you are doing it. And both of you, obviously you get along wonderfully. And that's, that's a wonderful thing not to have infighting in a uh, organizational sense at the highest levels. That's always a wonderful thing. Uh, th- when you think about moving forward, and now as the co-presidents, what has been the response to the people that you work with there closely in leadership with the chamber? What's that been like? Um, surprisingly amazing. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I knew that we had good relationships with the members there, but I had no idea how excited people would be for us and how supported, supportive they would be. Mm. Um, so we have gotten so so much support that it's really encouraging and it really confirms to us that this is the direction that the Lord is leading. You know, when you think about this chamber and the difficulty in just about any aspect of life, when you have an idea that that's trying to be built by someone like what happened with Mark and then with Crystal, that doesn't mean it's going to be successful. Uh, You know, one person's heart, one person's efforts. What is the secret sauce to this success that the Orlando area Christian chamber has had. What's the reason for that? Well, if I may, we were driving this morning and one of the things that we were talking about is the importance of unity in the body. That's important to the Lord. It's important to the spirit. It's important to the father. It's important in the marketplace when we can come together as one and The success is knowing that each member, each part has a role to play and to find the value in each member. Mm. That takes what I think Heidi Baker said in terms of loving the one in front of you. So we have slowed down and for the first 90 days, we want to just focus on loving the one in front of us. For us right now, Mike, it's you. 
Well, thank you. I feel it. <laughs> I really do. And I think you guys have that ability. That's a real rare thing, I believe. Uh, the ability to make the person one is talking to feel that they're the only one in the room. And that's not done with, with a lot of leaders, I might add. Sometimes I'll be talking to somebody and I can almost see them checking out when uh, I'm mid-sentence. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, you know, or if someone walks by, they catch their attention. So you guys seem to be able to have that focus that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And it is with the person right in front of you. That's a beautiful thing. And that's how Jesus did it. Yes. I believe he did. I believe he did it. He made that person feel like they had all of his attention. And Mike, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And when you focus on that person, you're building trust, that's which right. is the foundation of every business relationship. Wonderful. Briston and Latandra Heaven are my guests. We'll be right back. We're up against a break. This is The Shepherd. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years experience, EC Waters is a top trained comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, Call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. Briston and Latandra Heaven are my guests today in Studio A, and we're talking about the, the changes in the, uh, the Central Florida Christian Chamber and all of the uh, things that it has happened in the past. That they're coming into this whole thing. Uh, Latandra serving with and for Crystal what a great job she's done in that. And now they're both in place to take the chamber to the future. And that future is now alongside of uh, something that wasn't really in place and only in thought, but now in reality. And that was the U.S. Christian Chamber. And that was an idea from the beginning because they actually made the name on the charter that and then had a DBA as the Central Florida Chamber. So now it's reality, and that's something that Crystal is doing. She's taking this, so she's still on the board for Central Florida, and you'll be working alongside of her, but now you guys, and of course our chamber here is the flagship chamber of all of these new chambers that are opening up. Uh, this is going to be fun for you guys to get to see the U.S. part of it grow while you continue to grow locally, right? Exactly, exactly. And we're so thankful for Crystal's mm. leadership. And we're thankful that she agreed to stay on the board because we believe that all of the things that God has been showing her over the past three years, we want her to be able to speak into the future of the Central Florida Chamber, even as she's leading the U.S. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate her. But it's an exciting journey. And Mike, as the name implies Central Florida. Mm -hmm. When we move from Alabama to Central Florida, Central Florida is beyond Orlando. So to be true to its name, it's very important that we're impacting and influencing the body of Christ throughout Central Florida. Mm -hmm. I think up to this point, we haven't really seen its full impact just yet. And that's the reason it's so important that now 
that we work hand in hand as we expand. So for the people that are hearing this, maybe they've been on the fence, maybe they've been like what you guys did in the beginning when you visited as a guest, the the chamber. Maybe there's people who are not yet members and they're considering it. What would be and what is your pitch to them, uh, the benefits of being not just an outside looking in, but an honest-to-goodness member uh, taking part and getting involved. What's what's your pitch? Are you kingdom-minded? Are you passionate about your business? Is community lacking? Yes, yes, yes to those. Then you want to be a part of a community so that you can form those network that will influence your network, Mm -hmm. your net worth. So here's something. As human beings, we thrive in habitat, in the prime environment for growth. And so with the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce, if you bear the name of Christ and you put at the forefront for your business his kingdom, and your concern about his will being done here on earth as it is in heaven, you cannot do it alone. You need an environment where you can thrive, an environment where you can actually collaborate, an environment where you have the support systems in place mm-hmm. to help you to go from where you are to where you want to be. And if your business is already thriving, you may say, but Briston, I'm already doing well. Well, excellent, because Jesus said it's more blessed to give than to receive. There are members who, in the body, who want to know and learn and gain from your walk with the Lord. Do you think it's that, you know, I know that the chamber doesn't use the word networking the same way that a lot of secular companies and maybe chambers of commerce would use it that we know that there's a reality of connecting with other people that is different. And I appreciate the difference. And that's why the the word is not used. But do you feel that this uh, impact of one business that is totally unrelated to another business in the sense of what they do, but yet the leadership principles, do you feel that there's the uh, kind of like an always there, or is it a hit and miss thing where there's a mutual benefit to each other from gaining those kind of relationships. I definitely think that there is a mutual benefit and I'll just share from experience. When we first launched our business, we didn't really know anybody who was focusing on Jesus Mm. in business. And so we felt like we were loners and I can speak for myself, especially I'm like, Lord, where are your people? I know what it is that you've placed in front of us to do, but I know that I can't do it alone. And sometimes I feel like I'm getting lost because I'm trying to do it by myself. Right. And so it became a prayer of mine. Lord, bring me other like-minded and like-valued kingdom people who want to make a difference in the marketplace. Bring them in my path so that we could connect. And he answered that prayer in two different organizations. Um, One of them is Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur um, that we're a part of, but then the Christian Chamber, because it's local, 
has been a huge answer to prayer for us. And it was when we connected with the chamber and with KDE that we really began to see God like open up a whole new world and whole new opportunities for our business, even though it may have been connections with people that weren't in the the um, strategy, training, coaching business. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we have to remember is that there's a level of prayer support that you don't necessarily get when you're doing it the way of the world, mm-hmm. you know? And so we love to have things birthed out of prayer. We're, we're people of prayer and we believe that if you're not praying, then you're not seeking God. You can't really be partnering with him if you're not even seeking him. But there's just something special about having people who know how to pray and who are willing to pray. And when you are in need, they're there to offer that support, to to give you the insight that you may be missing, to make the recommendations and the connections with other professionals that may be lacking in your business. They might not be the one to fulfill that service, but they may know someone. Yeah. So I, I believe that it's just a mutual benefit. And what I love about the Central Florida Christian Chamber is that it is about those relationships first. It is about serving one another first. Right. And then it's there's more of an ease to the quote unquote networking. Right. It's not something that we're just doing because we have an agenda and we feel like we got to make the most connections as possible to enhance our business. You know, I think of when I uh, go to conferences and I see this concept of networking happen, it's almost always from a motivation of I'm going to connect with them so it will help me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big difference in what I am hearing you guys say. Mm -hmm. When you're coming together, connecting with each other, it's actually giving out to others and it's not just for how it's going to impact you, but you can help impact other people. Exactly. And that kind of legitimate, real care is such a, a welcome thing, I believe, for people. And it's something that even though they may have not have walked in that door expecting to find that, once they taste it, it tastes pretty good. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And they like it. And I, I believe that's that joy that we all see when people are there at the chamber, those first 20 minutes are pretty fun because they are, you know, people are bouncing from one couple to the next. It's just as natural as can be. Exactly. It's great. You know, Mike, what you said a while ago is so good. Networking, when it's done with an agenda, people pick it up. Mm -hmm. But when you look at Jesus, yes, Jesus was focused and yes, Jesus was intentional. But because Jesus is love and because Jesus cares, people listened. And we know the saying, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. So good. So the first thing you need to focus on in networking is the person, the person in front of you. Love that person. Let Jesus connect his heart with that person. And as you plant the seed, the principles are true. When you plant, you're going to reap. So in the manner that you plant, you can expect that God's going to bring the harvest. So you just simply focus on being, you focus on loving, you focus on caring. And guess what? God will take care of the results. He he will. You guys are meeting again uh, about every other month. Is that going to be the clip? 
uh, for a public uh, gathering at First Baptist? Is that pretty much the way it's going to stay? Well, yeah, we're taking the summer months off because people travel a lot during June and July. And our next lunch will be August, I want to say 10th or 11th. This is the second Thursday Mm -hmm. in August. And we will actually have something August, September, October, November, oh, and go December. back to monthly then. Yeah. Um, at least for the time being, yeah. and then we will reevaluate for the year 2024. But we want to make sure that there is the consistency, um, especially having two months back to back that we're taking off. We want to make sure that we're creating the opportunity for the members to, to see each other. And those opportunities really happen every week with Fellowship, Fellowship Fridays. Friday. And opportunities that are just uh, always ongoing. People can go to the website and really see the calendar of events that mm-hmm. are coming up. And it's kind of an easy thing to do. All you have to do if you're listening and you want to check this out, yeah, there's no commitment. Just show up at a Fellowship Friday mm-hmm. and uh, you're going to get bowled over with love. I can promise you that. Mm-hmm. I've experienced that myself a number of times. And you're going to walk away thinking like, okay, what's the catch? <laughs> and then, then you're going to find out there's no catch. There's no catch. It's there for you if you want it. It's there. And, and I'm, I just love being a part of it. Our move back from Gainesville, when we moved here in 19, uh, when I think back to one of the most fortuitous meetings, it was at a lunch with Pastor Scott George, and I was introducing Scott. That was my plan. I was going to introduce Scott to my boss who was with me, and we were kind of getting through to some of the relationships that I had had in the past. And Scott, on his own, um, thought Mike needs to meet Mark Goldstein. Mm -hmm. And so he had been meeting with Mark just prior to this meeting. He invited Mark to stay over and join uh, this meeting with Dave and me. So I, I get, to, I thought that's wonderful. It's one more person to meet. And we instantly find out the connection that both of us had with radio. He knew, uh, he couldn't believe that I work for AJL. I couldn't believe he knew about WAJL. <laughs> and so it was like an instant connection that was made. But then beyond that is the connection made with beyond Mark into the whole chamber <laughs> and boom in one meeting a trajectory for my return uh, into the community of Orlando was set. And that can happen for every individual. Yeah. You know, uh, Mike, there's a book written by Jim Harris called Our Unfair Advantage. Mm. And that's what we have as believers. And our unfair advantage is the Holy Spirit. Oh, that's great. And that's what we see in those chamber gatherings, whether it's a fellowship Friday, whether it's a luncheon, um, whatever the case may be, it's the spirit of God that makes the difference. Yep. I agree with you. Latondra, give us the website address, if you will, for how people can find out info on the Central Florida Christian Chamber. Yes, it's cfchristianchamber.com. And then you will go to the events tab and you can see what the calendar's like. Um, you can contact us directly from the contact us page, and we would love to hear from you. Briston and Latandra Heaven, co-presidents of the Christian Chamber. It's great to have both of you here. And friends, we are out of time. We'll see you next time right here on Afternoons with Mike. <music> 